All right, everybody. All right, everybody. Welcome back to episode 15. Is it 15? 16. Uh, ah, episode 15. 15. All right. We, it's time to put the hard hats on. Time to fill up that lunch pail. We're going to work today. Oh, wow. <laughs> hard hats and lunch pail. Yeah, time to clock in. Um, we're talking about today a very important topic is hard work versus talent. Um, it's something you see a lot of in CrossFit. You see those people who are in the gym grinding away, and then you see those people who show up once every couple weeks, and they seem to just crush it. What is talent? What is hard work? Ryan, that's my first question for you, my friend. What is talent? Talk to me a little bit about that, please. Well, I, I mean, I, well, first off, what's going on, everybody? Hope everybody's We dove right good. into it, man. I told you it was work. Everybody's here to work. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm excited to be here. I got one working leg and one broken leg. So That's right. It's first day out of the house, uh, and we're talking about talent and hard work. Um, obviously, talent is something that, you know, it just comes natural to people. They... You know, naturally on a basketball court, they can dribble or shoot. They can, on a football field, they can naturally read the field. Um, it goes to other things, too. You know, uh, believe it or not, we live in a very interesting world. Uh, and my kids come home with homework where they have to do coding. And my daughter naturally can code things for the little mouse to catch the cheese, which is amazing to me. Um, but talent is just something that comes natural to people across it. They naturally understand how their body's going to work, or they naturally can get up on their rig and kind of feel how a butterfly pull-up should feel. Um, but that hard work, man, that, that goes a long way. I can tell you for myself, I felt like, yeah, I, I kind of knew the movements, I understood the movements, but for me, I would definitely say hard work was something that I needed to put in to get to a different level for me and just in CrossFit. Yeah. Um, as a basketball player in the past, I, I had talent, but the hard work wasn't always there just because of bad attitude and being young and immature. Now I'm just old and immature, but, you know, it's, it's all good. Um, hard work, though, in my opinion, is going to go farther than anything ever. So, and what uh, movie quote here, uh, worst thing in life is a waste of talent. What if anybody is, knows what movie that is, I let me know. I have no idea what that one is. Um, it's a Bronx tale. It's a great oh, movie. yeah, okay. I've seen it a long time. All yeah. right. And how does my voice sound right now, Cameron? Do I sound energetic? You sound told, you sound energetic. I was told by somebody, <laughs> apparently, I don't like to be at these podcasts. So let, let me just, you know, for the record, I love You enjoy it. I, I see your eyes light up. Every time I hit the record button, you just go all wide-eyed and bushy-tailed. Wide-eyed and, and bushy-tailed. What about you, man? Work. What about you on the talent versus hard work? What yeah. Do you, what do you feel? So talent for me, like I was researching this a little bit last night and kind of digging into it. What is talent? What is hard work? Um, talent is that something that's... It's an inborn quality, right? Oh I'm my God! Reading this website for beta. Reading the website. <laughs> Be natural. Hey, listen to me. Listen, talent is futile. Futile. Just kidding. Talent is something that you just you're naturally gifted at. Somebody has a knack for fitness. We'll talk about the fitness realm a little bit, but it doesn't have to be just fitness. Talent, something that people are just naturally good at. Talent in the gym. What does that look like? For me, that's that guy that when I first started out in CrossFit, I was kind of envious of that guy who. Walked into the gym, hey, what's this CrossFit stuff all about? Oh, I want to try that muscle up. And then with five minutes of instruction, they nail a muscle up. I was always jealous of that guy. But little did I know that over time, that hard work, putting in the hours, putting in the reps, putting in that um, focus on recovery and things like that, hard work will ultimately win out if talent doesn't work hard. I agree with that. I mean, I can tell you 
And I mean, I'm sure there's people that will listen to this and tell me, say them so, uh, you know, Ryan's full of shit. I have coached high school basketball. I coached at West Potomac High School for four years. Um, I've, I've coached plenty of things. And, and the, the thing that I normally see is people that have talent and know that they have it, for the most part, mm-hmm. don't use it correctly, think they're better than yes. what they are, they don't work hard, and at the end of the day, they waste their talent. I had plenty of basketball players when I coached. And uh, some of them are good guys. I, I still am in contact with them, but uh, mm-hmm. they, they could have been better. They could have worked harder. Um, and, uh, it, you know, it's sad. It's, it's sad, too, in the CrossFit world. You know, I've, this is we're going on six years here at PR Star. There's people that have come in the gym that I used to be close with that had all the talent in the world, but God forbid you, <clears throat> you worked a little bit harder or you focused yes. a little bit more. That's, um, um, that's something I definitely agree with. Some of the most talented individuals in CrossFit, um, ironically enough, and this is kind of a broad statement, but it's true for the most part, a lot of those people were oftentimes the most arrogant about their talent. They knew they were talented, and you didn't have to tell them otherwise. They just knew it, and they were kind of uh, cocky about it in a way, right? You think you're cocky? I, I don't think so, man. We'll talk about that in just a little bit. Like hard work building the appreciation and building the uh, kind of respect for whatever field you're in. But um, just because you have talent, does that mean we, you'll go far? That's kind of what we talked about a little bit. We addressed yeah, no, that I, I mean, I think that's what we were just kind of discussing. No, I don't think you're going to go far on your talent alone. Yeah. Um, not only do you need talent, you need to work hard, but you need to have a good work ethic. You need to understand why you're doing things. You need to understand how to apply them. In CrossFit, I see people come in, they do the wad, and then they stick around for hours and hours mm-hmm. and hours. And it's just like, what are we doing? You right. know, why are we doing this? I understand that this is the direction you want to go, um, but there has to be a rhyme and a reason behind it. And then I see people that come in that will do the, the, the workout and they'll stick around for an hour, but they'll do that for Monday through Sunday, right? Right. So they're not getting the rest day and they don't understand that they need a rest day or they need to let the body recover or they need to do active recovery or they need to do mobility. There's, there's things that come around mm-hmm. with the hard work that some people just don't want to do. And I think it's hard for them to understand that, yeah, you can come in and crush a workout, but at the end of the day, if you're, sitting here with a, about 15 staples in your right knee. Yeah. Um, there's things that you have to do that go along with not only talent, but hard work, but longevity. Yes. To continue to do things that you want to do. And it's not just in CrossFit. It can be in anything, right? Yeah, and I, I think that there is a, there's, a, there's a fine line, like a point that you have to just kind of, you're either overtraining or overreaching or, you know, anything. Burnout happens in any profession, right? Like, so we're talking about the next point here. What if I? What if I'm a? I just want to be the, the next CrossFit Games champion. If I work really, really hard, will I make that goal happen? And and that's what we can kind of talk about overtraining. People in the gym, you know, two, three hours a day spinning their wheels. Eventually, those wheels are going to fall off, and it's going to be a disaster. Um, I've had the debate plenty of times: intensity versus volume, volume versus intensity. Um, I remember couple years ago when there was a debate between myself and some other people about what level of training you need to do to uh to get to that next level um i had some 
regional and games athletes take a look at our programming, and they took a look and said, hey, this is exactly on the, the direction you want to go, but you also need to add X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. And then that was like, oh, <laughs> you know, that's even more. Um, you can work hard, but at the end of the day, you do have to have some sort of talent to, yeah. to go, like you said, hey, I want to work really, really hard and make the games. You got to work hard. You have to have some talent behind it. There's this weird thing called genes and genetics. Yes, that is a that's that head start that people and are looking for. Believe it or not, I know here Cameron and I d- debated about saying, oh, "Did you get lucky? Did you not get lucky?" Um, there is a slight sense of luck that mm-hmm. has to kind of fall into place, you know. Um, and you know, I can give an example on that. Uh, there was a guy that I competed against a couple years ago, three or four years ago. Uh, Justin Adams, amazing athlete, um, and uh, whatever year that we competed against, he he crushed everything. The following year, um, I got lucky because guess what? Justin Adams said that he didn't want to freaking CrossFit anymore, hmm. so he was no longer a competitor of mine. Right. So you kind of got lucky that you know. Yeah, there's certain hey, breaks Justin that can happen. Want to work out anymore? Yeah, absolutely. or he doesn't want to do this CrossFit life, which. Well, I just okay. hope that all the top CrossFitters just all of a sudden want to stop. Yeah, I mean, if they all stopped, and I'm like... We're number one and know, two right here. far away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think talent is that head start. Talent is the genetics. Talent is... Uh, you know, I was listening to another podcast this morning about this topic, and it kind of talked about the top guys in any profession. So let's say Michael Jordan, right, or yeah. Tiger Woods. He started playing golf. People don't realize, like, they just think he's a talented guy. He is, but he... There's a thing called a 10,000-hour rule... He started playing golf when he was like 18 months old and finally made it, you know, finally made a name for himself when he was about 18. That's like almost two decades of hard work, logging in the hours. No recognition. No recognition. I mean, just long days. I can't even imagine. Um, I was trying to think about it too. Like, I try to put it in perspective for myself how many CrossFit classes I've coached, how many hours of coaching I've done. And I, I did some math. You ready for this? Oh. Sure. About 7,000 hours. I haven't even touched 10,000 hours. Dude, I'm not even close to being an expert and a coach yet. And that's what, that's kind of like, that kind of keeps you hungry for more, I guess, and keeps you willing and able to work hard because you know you're never going to reach your, your, your peak, I guess, in a, in a field. I don't know. That's just my thinking on it. And, and I think that, you know, Tiger Woods, same with Michael Jordan. He's the one of those guys that his JV coach said he's never going to mount anything. He's garbage. He doesn't belong on the yeah, team. Yeah, I mean, you need that drive. It's cool, though, to talk about, like, how many hours you coach in a sense of um, hard work and, and all that other stuff. There's people out there that are listening to this podcast. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, they have jobs that they don't like. Yeah. And, and, you know, you got to do a job to, to put, you know, put money in the pocket and food on the table. Um. It's cool to work hard and have a talent in something that you love and you enjoy. Absolutely, yeah. It sucks that <laughs> there's other people out there um, that unfortunately work hard right. and are talented in something that they don't enjoy. And I'm just talking about jobs. Yeah. Um, so hopefully when people walk into to PR Star, they take their hard work and their talent or whatever you want to call it and apply it to a workout and they get to you know have that best hour of their day enjoy their time it's fun it's energetic and uh and hopefully um we can kind of help them through that and kind of just continue to to grow the way we are yeah um and and this next thing i, I kind of wanted to 
uh, talk about a little bit too. Studies show, now this is something that we can probably relate to as coaches as well, but studies show that there's like this unconscious bias towards people who are looked at as naturals, right, um, as opposed to strivers. Why do you think that is? And coming from a coach's perspective, we're talking like whenever we see a natural athlete, I know we probably look at each other and we say, oh, my God, he's she's gifted. Oh, yeah, you get we, excited we need for that. We need athletes. that. They understand. They they. Yeah, body yeah. awareness is is really important. body awareness is huge. Yeah, um, and we're talking just CrossFit right now, so so I think yeah. that we do have that bias as, yeah, as coaches. Yeah, there's absolutely. a bias, you know. Oh, I there's a bias to to coach a natural person or a natural athlete in the gym because okay, they're going to get it right. Yeah, but then it's almost like an unconscious bias that I would rather probably work with a striver mm-hmm. because at the end of the day they might not know much day one but when they hit that day 90 and yeah. it all kind of clicks because they just work man that's a that's a smile behind closed doors like yep. yeah I got that person to that level yep. where the, the natural athlete uh, yeah it's cool it's 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 maybe easier to cope. That, that's what I'm thinking too like maybe that's where that bias comes in because you don't have to put in the the foundational work to say like, okay, here's how you do a strict pull-up. They've already got it, or they've already right. got that body awareness to do other things. But when you when you get to work with a striver or everybody that's come through on ramp and what right. you and Joel and camera or uh, Karen has done, and then to see them in class and, and feel well, you guys should all smile and pat yourselves on the back. I smile to know that you you three have put them in a great position to come in and. And do these workouts and understand how the class is going to run. Because uh, at the end of the day, I, I promise you, yes, there's CrossFit gyms that do it, but not every single CrossFit gym does it. They don't do it the way we do it. They don't implement it the way we do it. Mm-hmm. You guys do a really good job, and that that's kind of that striver or that uh, hard worker mm-hmm. for those on-ramp people. Because there's people that are like, I'm not doing on-ramp. Yeah, I don't need it. Oh, okay, wait. Well, all right. We yeah. might not be in the right spot for you. Then that, that leads right into our next topic, talent versus ego. We talked about it a little bit. Again, some of those talented Egos. people. It's funny. So talented. I'm still talking and you're talking. <laughs> uh, I hate egos, man. And everybody thinks that I'm this, like, egotistical person and I have this big ego. I'm not. I'm just a confident individual. Mm-hmm. Egos just rub me the wrong way. Yeah. yeah. Like, when you're talking... I know I'm good. I know I I can do this. I know I can do that. Yeah. I, I don't want to talk to you. It's it's hard. It's hard to uh, to muster up that like okay, try to put a positive on this. And I'm going to talk to this person, but it, it is you, you're constantly battling, constantly battling with that ego. Yeah, I mean it's hard to to have a conversation. You know, we're we're talking about talent versus ego. Um, you know, I think you and I's hard work in CrossFit has made us better CrossFitters. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I asked you if I thought, if you felt like you uh, you had an ego. Um, I don't think you and I have an ego. I think we have a confidence behind ourselves when we come in and do a CrossFit workout right. or we're confident in coaching a class or we're confident to going up to a competitive athlete and saying, listen, yeah. you're doing this wrong or listen, this wad is going to feel like X, Y, and Z. This is how it's going to feel. You might want to heed our advice. Yeah, um, that's that's not ego. It's confident. You've, you know, I'm sure um, John Thorne has confidence behind him when he discusses things about his life or in the in the Navy. Right? I wouldn't know what the hell that means. Oh yeah, exactly. He, he could sit there and, and discuss it with me and and put me in the right direction. So I think um, 
egos are, are annoying. Um, it's fine to be confident and know that you're a good pull-up person yeah. or good at handstand push-ups. Um, but it's annoying if you have an ego and think that you're better than everybody or think even on an ego level, if you tell me all the time that, oh, you know, they're just watching me or, oh, they just want to know what I got. They, they don't. They, no. They, they really don't. It's okay. It's yeah. all good. <laughs> um, and, you know, I don't think we have that at the gym um, at, at PR Star. I, I don't think that comes across. Um, and if it did, I would probably be the first person to ask them to leave. Mm-hmm. I have no problem asking somebody to leave if they don't mess with our community. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that that ego thing can really be detrimental because all it does is create this unnecessary kind of drama in a group, and and we don't want that. We don't want that in a training environment. Training should be fun, and when ego gets involved, that makes it not fun. Yeah, Definitely. training should be fun. Class should be fun. It should be fun. Um, even when Joel is, this is what we're doing. You're back up, 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 up. It should be fun. That's funny. So, hey, Karen, how am I doing? Do, do I feel like I'm uh, more she happy? Out, she's not out there, is she? Is she outside? No, nobody's out there, I don't think. We left the door open. <laughs> All right, so what is your breakdown? What do you think you are? Uh, hard work versus talent. What are you? Uh, I'm slightly talented with a lot of hard work. Yeah, I'd say I'm right there as well. I got lucky a little bit genetically, and then I just... Put in the reps, man. Log those hours. Yeah, I'm considered a tall athlete in CrossFit. Yeah, you so are. Unfortunately, that doesn't work out for me. Yeah. Um, I remember Todd giving me a quote-unquote hard time because it took me like a year and a half to get a muscle up and yeah. I had plenty of strength to get up there. I just couldn't do it. Just couldn't swing, man. Um, um, I'm, I double unders, I used to either kick my butt with my heels uh, yeah, those are, those or are dolphin kick. Yep. And I would... I would kind of like move across the floor. Oh, it's like, watch out, Ryan's doing double right, unders, clear path. <laughs> Everybody get out of the way. So clear um, path. It was definitely more hard work and understanding and, and putting in the time and the effort for yeah. me than it was. Oh, uh, you know, naturally talented. I think the only talent I had was I was strong. Yeah, I think that's that, that was never an issue. I was sh- slightly shorter than most and uh, strong. I'm built like a caveman, barrel-chested caveman. You don't have a big chest. Want to bet? My chest is Stop flexing on me, man. What are you doing? All right. So um, I, I one thing that gets to me kind of is is people look at other people in these positions of you know high ranking or amazing athletes or things like that, and they just kind of scoff and say, ah, they just got lucky. They just got lucky. We talked about that a little bit. They did. Only a small amount of that is luck because nobody gets up to that top level. Luck is, is if you're going to place a percentage on it, I'd say maybe one. Yeah, one percent. Yeah, I mean, right place, right time, knowing the right people. But ultimately, they hustled to get there, and if they're not worth their weight, and you know, they're gonna they're gonna crumble and they're gonna fall back down to the bottom. Right? Absolutely. I mean, the people. Yeah, you can get lucky about one percent. Yeah. Maybe maybe two, but at the end of the day, it's the hard work. It's the people you know. It's what you put in. It's uh, the risks you take. Yep. You gotta be a risk taker, that's for sure. So we're talking about all this talent and hard work, but there's risk involved yeah. on saying, all right, I'm gonna work really, really hard on something, or I'm gonna put the time and the effort. Because at the end of the day, you could put all the time, all the effort, work really hard, and get nothing to show for it. That's a very risk. true. That's a it's huge a, risk. Yeah. It's a conscious or subconscious risk that you're taking to try to get better. I, I mean, 
we're talking about fitness, right? Mm-hmm. So we're talking about working out. I know everybody that is listening to this probably at some point like, man, we're just talking about Yeah, we're just talking about fitness. We're just talking it. about working out. Yeah, absolutely. And we're talking about hard work and how to be a better worker outer. Is that a word? <laughs> I think, yeah, it is now. Hashtag better worker outer. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think. Copyright right there. That, we, that need to make that a that T-shirt, actually. But um, no, I'm, I'm serious. You, you have to take that risk to say, all right, I'm going to come in. I'm going to work on this, all right? And, and taking that risk also makes you very vulnerable mm-hmm. in a sense in front of all the eyes that are watching. Like, oh, my gosh. You know, I'll, I'll take a great example, Shay. Um, Shay Walters is, is, has texted me a little bit where I'm trying to help her in a sense of getting better in over, her overhead positioning and, and whatnot. And uh, she took a video and she posted it online, I believe, yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Um, that's a That's a risk man oh yeah like that's you're a opening risk yourself and vulnerable up. and you're not you know you're out there and you're showing everybody what you're doing and then you get all the um what i call internet coaches oh yeah saying, oh no you need to do this 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 or this and then you have everybody at the gym watching you mm-hmm. those are risky things and i applaud her and, and everybody that works hard which they do at our gym um because yeah when you when you don't know what you're doing or you're you're not as smooth as you should be in a pull-up or um, whatever the movements that we're doing. That can be very risky and vulnerable, mm-hmm. but it's your hard work that'll pay off at the end. Oh yeah, absolutely. No, I agree. That's a great. That's a great point. I mean, you're exposing yourself to the uh, the, the the world at large, and in the world's a mean place sometimes. Man, there's a lot of haters out there. Oh man, there's plenty of people that throw shade. Yeah, yeah. here's some shade. Here you go. I got shade to give. I'm throwing shade, it out. Shade to give. No, <laughs> yeah. So I, I think that you know, hard work is always going to win. You're going to have a yep. little bit of talent, but hard work is always going to win. Absolutely, I agree. What's your coaching tip of the week this week, man? Oh, we got, oh hold on, back this. Oh, we got. We're so excited. Like, relax. Uh, well, we, we don't have anything else to talk about. The board. We have to talk about our. We have to talk about our lighthearted. Stuff. Oh yeah. Okay, keep stuff. it super lighthearted. I need it today. So here's here's my lighthearted question for you. On average, how many times do you lock your keys? Oh in shit, your car? dude! <laughs> I, I man, I came in. I came. I woke up ready to kick today's ass. And, and you have no keys. Lock, yeah. Yeah, no car. Lock my keys in the car. Neither of us brought our key to get into the new facility. We're stuck here until we open. And I have crutches. <laughs> It's a so mess. we have no means of transportation. No, nope. no way of locking this gym. Nope. Well, I still have the key to the gym. I found like, Rachel hooked us up. I think. Please, oh, please, shoot. everybody! I don't know where that key went. Do you have that key? Follow me and Cameron. We were crazy. Do you have that key? Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> I have it. I have it. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, I, I locked my keys in my car a lot. I take it as a sign of genius, though. You got it, Kramer. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Coach's tip for the day is going to go actually. What I would say for the next couple of weeks, um, be prepared to get uncomfortable mm-hmm. because we're doing a lot of uh, re we're, we're redoing a lot of open lines. Sweet. So okay. Be prepared to be uncomfortable. I like that. Work, How about you? Work smarter, not harder. Attack those workouts with a plan too. Ooh. I like that. All right, everyone. All right. Thanks Camera for tuning in. Sign off. So. Woo-hoo.